0: We're starting. Yep. Just this like that. It. This is it. Welcome to Wind Against Tide podcast. Yep. So you with Adrian and Dave. Yep. Uh, this is a great start, isn't it? Really good. So we decided we would go where no man has gone before and start a podcast while in lockdown.
1: Yes, but it's going to be a unique kind of podcast. It's kind of going to be like a fishing experience, but it's not just going to be a fishing, is it, Dave?
0: No, there's going to be a few little gems about life in there and us just talking absolute rubbish mostly. Probably more that than any fishing really.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have frequent guests on like Brendan and Jonah and all that. But um, yeah, I think you know it's going to be a visual kind of show, I reckon.
0: Yeah, so we've got some cool little gadgets set up here. So we're going to have uh, quite a visual component there to watch on YouTube. And also you can listen to this through all your usual podcast haunts Spotify
1: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so we're gonna set up a YouTube page and eventually we'll have like a I don't know an intro and stuff but anyway so yeah this is the start to our show and yeah Dave's gonna start off with a topic and we go, we're gonna go from there well it's been quite a day in my world Adrian <laughs> yeah what's that <laughs> do to know what's
0: happened today no what did you do tell us I quit quit my job what do you mean what do you mean you quit your job in the middle of a pandemic I've <laughs> just gone and had enough. Oh, just, quit. I've had a gutful. Oh, no. I couldn't hang in there any longer.
1: So what
0: caused you to actually quit, though? Oh, we won't go into it too much, but, you know, poisonous poisonous workplaces. We all know what it's like.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. So leap of faith.
0: Who knows where we will go from here?
1: So what, what are you going to actually do now that you've um, finished up? Well, that's a good question um i guess i'll have to work somewhere else
0: probably <laughs> okay. can't probably can't survive the rest of my life on what i've got in the bank at the moment
1: what? several hundred dollars so maybe a couple of days and yeah
0: so <laughs> unfortunately not quite at retiring age yet oh you're close a couple close. of years well once this takes off once this takes off shouldn't should only be a matter of weeks i'd say <laughs> oh yeah yeah i think we've got sure. like
1: 30 followers on instagram so yeah, we just set up an Instagram um, last night. If you want to follow us, it's um, wind against tide. So search that up and, um, yeah, give us a follow. Yeah, jump on
0: that. We will keep updated as much as we can. We've got about – I've got so many Instagrams to update at the moment. We've got the Ufish TV Instagram. So for those who don't know, me and Adrian are quite heavy contributors on um, our fishing channel with Brendan Wing Ufish TV. So we do that, and then we've just started off this little side project as well, so
1: trying to keep ourselves busy, let, well, the, let the creative juices flow. Yeah. Well, we actually haven't contributed much to fish at all, seeing how we've been in lockdown for about two years now. I don't know what you're talking about. I went out and saved the channel <laughs> last week. So did I. I was out in Port Phillip Bay, and I caught Dave's favorite fish. Uh, I think they're called bastard cod, I think. Bearded southern rock cod or whatever you call them.
0: Oh, the ones that everyone thinks are Ling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's
1: exactly. You know what, we should actually go on Google and say what it's actually called. But well, yeah. I believe they're called a bearded rock cod? A bearded rock
0: cod. Google it up, Adrian. All right. Well, you just keep chatting. So for those who aren't super into fishing... There's a species that we get in the cooler months in Victoria, which are very undesirable, and <clears throat> they have a bunch of different names. A lot of people call them slimy cod or rock cod. So Adrian's just getting that up now.
1: Yes, yeah, so all I like, can
0: see right on the screen right now is southern bastard cod, <laughs> southern <laughs> bastard codling. <laughs> all right, so, so what are they actually called here?
1: Um, I don't know, I guess they're the common names there. Southern rock cod and beardy, red cod, bearded rock cod, large toothy bearded, slender beardy. Let's actually have a look. I enjoyed the bastardry. Well, I did see that somewhere on another page. Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah. They are a bastard. Yeah. Well, you actually have to look at the scientific name, I think. Um, So
0: they're in plague proportions, not very desirable to eat, but... One The one time Ian Adrian decided to actually try and catch one a few weeks ago because we were going to do a catch and cook thing to see if they actually tasted any good. We spent four hours trying to catch one and caught nothing. It was possibly the most humiliating
1: fishing trip of our lives. Oh, yeah. No, it definitely was. But um, I'm just trying to see whether called bearded cod. Here. But, yeah, bearded we, rock cod. Oh, no, sorry, um, bastard cod because we have um, called them that. I've seen him called that before. Anyway. Yeah. But um, you normally catch them uh, when the water's quite cold, when you're going for snapper. So early season you do tend to catch a lot of them and they're quite annoying. Yep. Too much
0: fishing talk already. (laughs) Yes. We're losing people. The demographic's narrowing, Adrian. All right, well. Throw it to Yabby Cam.
1: Oh, you want to go to Yabby Cam?
0: (laughs) All right, we've (laughs) we've got this lined up. We, we thought we had to throw to this for our opening show. Yeah, a little bit of classic tomfoolery.
1: Yes, yeah, so
0: We're wandering around. <laughs> What's going Let's on? Let's just let me. this play out. I'm not
1: happy. Mostly trying to profit from my, from our business. <laughs> 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 yes, <Yeah, so> we? <laughs> this is pre lockdown a while got a ago. We actually put a yabby <laughs> on Brendan's ear, <laughs> he got quite mad. So yabby. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's
0: another one where he tries to chase me around the store
1: I think this is it. <laughs> he's giving me, Eden while he's trying to pick up. <laughs> he's chasing Dave here. Uh, I'm nimble. <laughs> I'm nimble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, straight into Australia considering buying submarines. Alright. <laughs> that'll do.
1: Yeah, no, that will do. But um yeah.
0: We should we should try and bring up a guest. We should test out this tech. Okay, so what?
1: who should we call maybe? Let's get the
0: man that I just yabbied.
1: The man you yabbied. All right, we'll see if he answers. Because he he's been full on today. I know he's got a lot to say. He actually probably won't answer. This would quite be quite embarrassing for our podcast. <laughs> if he doesn't answer. <laughs> There's a fair chance he's busy monitoring conspiracy pages. I think he is, actually. Um, yeah, so Full on day here in Victoria. He's actually not even answering.
0: Full on few days with COVID.
1: I guess maybe we should give him a heads up next time. Probably should. So what, what's what been happening in um, Victoria today? Well, I believe the whole
0: CFMEU um, constituents. Is
1: that what they're called? I guess they're just called the union
0: Members, bonds. members. Well, the members went against the actual union. They rocked up on the CFMEU headquarters and basically rioted today um, because
1: of the mandatory jabbing going on. Yeah, well, I'm actually in that industry, so I actually see a lot of, you know, when you do your inductions every site, they actually um, ask, did you uh, join the union? Or if you're not uh, financial, you've got to become financial. But a lot of guys have been saying in the induction, well... We're not going to become financial unless you can guarantee we will not have to get mandated for vaccinations. Absolute scenes going on down there today. Yeah. Well, they, they did promise that they would not let it happen and they gave in. So, Well, wasn't there $20 million
0: changing hands? What?
1: $20 million? That's what I heard. I did not hear that. <laughs>
0: Where did I read that? Oh, I had those twenty million dollars given to the, the union. What to in order mandate... to get jabbing across the line. Yeah, right. Anyway, I'm certainly not qualified to speak about that, but I'll give it a go. Okay. I'll certainly give it a go. So full on. Quitting. COVID <laughs> jabbing. Shall we maybe um give Jonah a call and see what he's up to? Oh, he probably should have been worded up to. <laughs> Try him anyway. Maybe just try audio for Jonah. Yeah,
1: what's his number?
0: Well, I'll just show you it. We won't broadcast it. Right. So, I've written it down there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or should we broadcast it? So, this is Joni Yick, our Tasmanian correspondent, correspondent uh, fisheries officer, scientist man, um, tuna killing machine, as he likes to be known. And
1: I sure hope so. Hello, Jonah. How are you going, mate? Welcome to the podcast. Thank God you answered.
2: Oh, no, yes, you yes. are on the
1: podcast. You're live,
0: episode
2: um, one, first um, guest. Oh, uh, well, you're gonna have to reschedule. I'm actually ho- I'm <laughs> hosting an event at the moment.
1: You, you pig. Okay, what kind of event yes. are you hosting? Just quickly,
2: it's a, it's a fisheries event. Oh, fisheries, that's interesting. Statewide, yes, statewide. So, yeah. So I'm just... Um, so you've got, a, you got can, a few minutes Is it normal in? that I can hear my voice? Uh, I guess it's so. It's very off-putting.
1: <laughs> it's a beautiful voice.
2: <laughs> it's very No, uh, I think you're going to have to do something about it.
1: Okay, we'll work it out another day. It's a All very right. sultry voice. So what you're
0: yeah, saying is I you're like going to ditch us.
2: Yeah, well, I, I can't. I cannot Excuse do a podcast me. while I'm supposed to be speaking to guests. You can. <laughs> you're doing it right now. <laughs> Well, um, it's still 15 minutes till it actually starts.
0: Oh, that's good. Um, I, I, in your little intro there, I just described you as a tuna killing machine.
2: Oh no! Would you say Please. that's accurate? <laughs> Please don't put me in the same as these your other savage colleagues.
1: <laughs> Wait, what do you mean, savage colleagues?
2: Yeah. Oh look, you know who the biggest tuna killers are around here. I'm just feeding, feeding a family, you know.
0: The, yeah. s- the seals. <laughs>
2: yes, the seals eat a lot of tuna. I've fed no seals. I haven't fed any seals.
0: Okay. Well, you've certainly given them some, some scraps, some parts of your tunas.
2: Oh, no.
1: Seems to be a video going on. Oh no. <laughs> oh, there he is.
0: Here we go. Live it. Okay. Live at a fisheries event, everyone.
1: Turn your screen uh, horizontal, Jonah.
2: Hang on, wait. How come I can't see you guys? I can only see myself.
1: Oh, hang on. You can see Dave there. Okay, we go. There's me. Hey, Jonah. How you going, mate?
2: How You've, you going, um... Adrian?
1: Yeah. Hi, Turn your screen horizontal. Landscape, mate. So we get full screen of you. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yes. My boy. Oh, oh here we go. Dave? Billy's Burgers. Oh. Billy's Burgers go, in Bill- Tasmania. <laughs>
0: Owned by Lord Swordfish himself.
2: Yeah. Leo Miller.
1: That's beautiful. Is that um, Salamanca, is it?
2: Uh, this is uh, Salamanca.
1: Salamanca. Where are your um masks?
2: Uh, no masks.
0: Okay. Where, where are your riots? Any riots? <laughs> Any riots?
2: I've been kept on yours. Yep. Yes. Oh, he Here's the man himself.
1: Oh dear God. Is that Leo? Get get him. This is no, the sure. original swordfish recreational <laughs> angler in Australia. There's a rare sighting.
2: There Quick. Go. The swordfish him
1: guru down. himself. Flag flag him down.
2: a shell. Oh
1: dear. I know. We're having technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
0: here he is. We're closing in on him.
2: All his
0: We're closing in on him like a sword on a squid.
1: <laughs> he's actually on the phone. <laughs> this isn't good. <laughs> oh. I think I think the issue is he's got wind noise and it's covering up his voice. Yeah. Hang on, what about now? I think
0: I had my hand over Oh, yeah, it's a little bit better. Yes, yeah, looks like a good turnout there. <laughs> yes,
2: it is. Well, if it's still like this at an hour, I will be wondering. Yeah. So is it
1: actually at the, on those outside tables, is it? Or is it inside?
2: It's Ooh, inside. Oh, gosh, we've gone...
1: <laughs> we've gone horizontal. Very there. artistic. Yes. Yeah.
0: How do you live with yourself, being able to just strut around breathing air? <laughs> without masks on, pure air, uh, disgusting.
2: I've taken it for granted.
0: Yes, yes. I all us mainlanders suffer.
2: Right. And having the right to do what, I do without someone telling, you, no, you can't do.
0: I know because you would be an absolute stickler for the rules if you
1: were over here.
2: Oh, depends what the rules are.
1: Yes. So, Thank Jonah, what actually uh, is the uh, talk about for Fisheries Taz
2: there? Oh, no, it's not a talk Basically, we were supposed to have a big Congress or a conference in West, over in South Australia. It got cancelled.
0: Oh, dear.
2: Oh. It got it all turned into a, a virtual conference.
1: So um, we're having <laughs> <laughs>
2: trouble hearing, Jonah.
0: Get out of the wind.
2: Really? Yeah, no,
1: The
0: sea views are beautiful, but we need you to seek shelter.
2: (laughs) There's literally no window. Okay, that's a little bit better. So so anyway, I'm hosting an event where everyone who is attending that conference can now meet in person and have chats, backpats, handshakes.
0: Oh, you're actually going to make make contact.
2: Human contact, yes.
0: Don't you do
1: elbow bumps down there?
2: Possibly the odd kick as well. Mm.
1: Wow, that's very interesting, there, Jonah. Yeah. Um, anyway, look, I
2: actually better go because I'm killing my battery. Oh, okay. okay. okay uh, well, tell Leo
1: we want him. We want him aboard.
2: Okay, I'll. Let, I will let him know because. Yeah. I
1: actually think it'll work better if you plug headphones in next time. Let's get. Let's get him back in the limelight. Yep. yep. I, okay. Thanks, Jonah for your um chat, mate. I'm sure we'll have better conversations next time. Oh yeah, gosh! Right. Thought... Look at this. Oh, there's free beer and everything. All right. Oh yeah. Oh.
2: Okay. There's an oyster
1: later. bar there. All right. all right. Thanks, Jana. Love you. Bye.
0: Wow. So that was a two for one deal. We yeah. got to
1: gaze upon Lord Swordfish himself. Yes, we did. But um, <laughs> it's actually quite interesting. Um, that they're allowed to do uh, conferences and stuff over there. <laughs> it looks so weird. To be able to do things. Yeah. Like, how many days in lockdown are we at now? 2.30? Um, well, we've been in lockdown, a snap seven-day lockdown for at least 300 <laughs> days, so it's been great. I thought about that this morning when I heard
0: Geelong's going into lockdown for seven days, and I thought, you suckers. <laughs> it's never seven days. Yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. I guess I was quite lucky to get my wedding in earlier in the year, right between all the locking down. Yep. no. You're dead right, but um, I feel like the I feel like it disappears over summer. Yeah, so we should
1: should be sweet. We should be right. Well, the uh, vaccination rates that uh, lead to the opening um, should allow us to do a bit more. Apparently, a little bit more. Mm. We shall see. Thank God we're discussing this <laughs> break. <laughs> it's not. Not very good. we're discussing this all. absolute breaking
0: news guys there's a pandemic pandemic happening is anyone aware of that
1: um spread the word yeah i guess so potentially deadly should we watch um a video and commentate
0: on it yeah let's do some um commentary okay what are we watching i don't know Oh, yes. Yes. All right. So, Adrian is navigating our way to one of our biggest viewing videos of all time. One of our best earning videos, too. Just cranks along this one. So, we're out off uh, Lake's entrance on our way out for a swordfish drop, and we happened upon a naval warship, Hobart, which... We were promptly intercepted by and um, a little bit of fear was had because we just thought they were going to keep going past us and then all of a sudden this thing turned straight at us and we start getting a little bit concerned. So I think it sort of turns out they were there doing a few training exercises and they were basically, basically just wanted to razz us. Here we go.
1: Yeah, so we're literally... I don't know, going about 100k offshore here and...
0: Charging out like
1: heroes. Yeah, well, we saw uh, a yeah, warship on the horizon there and right now we're talking about turrets turning on to us and... Yeah, we're only
0: joking about the fact that they're going to come and try and blow us out of the water. And that is legitimately what's happening. Oh, yeah, they're on the radio to us. <laughs> I haven't actually watched this in ages.
1: You better commentate it, mate. gotta yield. We can't just fucking. They think you're gonna We don't know for sure, but By the way,
0: if you go read the comments for this video, it's pretty hilarious. Just a bunch of Americans getting real angry at us, wishing death upon us, basically. <laughs> there she is.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, look! That is a serious ship.
1: Uh, yeah, this is a proper warship. Anyway, so yeah, they came to attackers and stuff. Yeah, right, nothing actually right. happened. Wow, it's quite an intense conversation. Yeah. yeah. So they've
0: read our name on the side of the boat with some sort of powerful telescope thing.
1: They've actually asked us to go to channel 69. That's how you know the joke. The thing about this is, this area which is through the, is the oil rigs
0: off Lake's entrance, there is definite restrictions around those rigs, 600 metres around them. But there's also a big square over that
1: whole oil field. so Yeah, well, it gets transversed a lot, doesn't it? No,
0: well, people go through there flat out. So it is up for discussion as to whether we're actually supposed to be going through there. It's because by the letter of the law, that's... What this warship is now pointing out to us
1: yeah but i i actually do think they were just playing yep. around with us there I was mean, a bit of that happening i don't think they no. were actually serious well apparently
0: they'd they'd been on the phone on the uh, radio to the oil rigs before that and and uh joshie who's driving the boat there he's made on the oil rig told them to stitch us up so i think a bit of that's happened
1: yeah well i definitely had no idea that was happening on the uh day This. No, we didn't find that out till after. But
0: you can nearly see there's a bunch of people on the back of that, on the poop deck
1: of that warship. And they're just waving at us. Dave's taking illegal photos of
0: the ship. I'm doing some surveillance.
1: Yeah, it's a big boy. Look at it. (laughs) Look at the size of it. Brendan gave it the thumbs
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan's just negated us getting blown up by giving him the thumbs up.
1: Yep. Yeah, but yeah, this is our uh, podcast, and we're we're just trying to navigate which way we're going. But um, I think it's going to be on lines of this, where we talk about fishing and just go off in random tangents. Yep. That, that's basically what our show's going to be about. Yeah. So. What else has
0: been happening in your life,
1: Adrian? Well, actually, not a lot really.
0: Just um, it's been windy forever, hasn't it?
1: Yeah. Look, I've been out like twice in the bay, and the water's way too cold for you know consistent bite of snapper. I couldn't actually really be bothered grinding for snapper. Yeah, it's got a bit that way, hasn't it? Yeah, I think you'd rather just wait till like November where it goes crazy. So in Victoria,
0: we're coming up to our main snapper season, which used to be the be-all and end-all fishery that we had. And everyone would be like absolutely keen as mustard to go and we'd all be going in like early August and freezing to death and catching one fish maybe for a trip. But probably in the last five or six years, we've had all these other fisheries emerge. Oh, excuse me. Profi's coming back on me. (laughs) Had all these other fisheries emerge, and um, now we've got like giant bluefin and swordfish and stuff to be chasing well into um, November, even December sometimes. So the snapper actually take a little of a little bit of a backseat.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like I definitely enjoy chasing the uh, school tuna um, locally. It's one of my favourite things to do, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Active hunting and casting lures at them, top water
0: lures is just. That's exciting. It's so fun. Yeah, you can even take your little tiny boats out. Especially when you can just go out at lunchtime and then you spend a few hours out there having a ball and roll on in and back home for dinner. We used to have to travel hours and hours on the road just to get to where Tuna are. Yep. Now they're prolific. (laughs) Yep. But anyway, we haven't been allowed to do that because of lockdowns and whatnot. We're not actually supposed to go more than 5K from our houses. So, Mm. yeah, with the push. Soon we'll be allowed to go a little yeah. bit further, so more people will be able to access our bays. So snapper season will probably be quite heavily fished this year, I'd say. Yeah. Probably a few people getting pretty keen.
1: Yeah, I believe so. Um, well, yeah, Karen, Boat Ram's actually been really quiet for this time of year. Like Normally you'd see thousands of boats and road blockages and everything, but it's yeah been really quiet due to the um, restrictions, I guess. Yep. But we'll see.
0: We'll see. When the fishing hots up, I reckon a few people will be tempted. People will be allowed to travel a little bit further by then as well. So, And I reckon there will be some keen angles out there. So you, you're a bit of a uh, winter slash early season specialist, aren't you, Adrian? You yeah. got
1: any any tips? Um, yeah. You just uh, go when you can and grind <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you've got fresh <laughs> bait. That's the actual key to catching them. Yeah, <laughs> well, you live close to
0: Cairn Boat Ramp now, but you've normally been a Western Port fisherman, so I guess we'd be talking about Western Port.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah, definitely. Um, Western ford I used to catch them April, May, June, July, August. Um, August, early August was probably some of the best fishing I've done because you're the only boat out there, I guess, and you just kind of grind at midnight and. Yeah, you, know, you catch six or seven snapper up to seven kilo, and it's bloody amazing fishing. Um, sounds alright. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't done it in a while because it's um, yeah, I've grown older and wiser, I guess. Yeah,
0: you um, do that, don't you?
1: <laughs> yeah. No, you d- you don't like to grind and get cold anymore and wet and.
0: Uh, God, I used to do stupid stuff when I was younger. <laughs> I used to just dr- used to drive down to Hastings. From work and have no idea what I was doing but I was just staying down there all weekend and I'd end up sleeping in my car and stuff and just come home on the Monday absolute probably probably leave Hastings at like 3 a.m. on the Monday go straight to work and then be at work absolutely falling asleep while operating heavy machinery and stuff like that but now I like my sleep
1: yep now hundred percent agree with you a bit do you remember those Mulloway years? I think it was about two thousand sixteen. Oh yeah. Yep. We peaked. <laughs> we <laughs> we absolutely timed
0: our Mulloway peak sensationally.
1: Yeah, well we're going like basically every night. Um and there was this one what? night where we got a ten kilo fish, I think it I think it was, was it Dave? Yeah. We got it been well for me it'd been like twenty, thirty trips
0: legit oh brendan will probably brendan will probably argue with that and say i did barely any but probably did about 20 30 over the years before that and then finally that year we got that first fish which was like 10 point something kilo and i was like oh
1: they exist well actually no one's actually seen the footage we've seen a photo but we did film it i believe oh yeah that went missing but anyway um yeah so we kept after that um, night where we caught that motherway we kind of went like every single night and there was one night where it went to about I don't know 15 knots southwesterly, so it was quite choppy and side wind and um, we said oh let's go tonight and Brendan actually didn't want to go because the conditions weren't right. <laughs> that's not a, that's not how he'll tell it. We actually we need to get him on. Yeah, no, we've tried him a few times. He's not answering. No,
0: we need to get him on at some stage to talk us through that because he'll tell you he fell on his sword because he wanted us to get one. But what really happened was he looked at the conditions and decided it wasn't right and came
1: up with some excuse and we just went anyway. (laughs) Yeah, well, it was actually really windy. We struggled to get squid. We actually caught squid off Stony Point right by the boat ramp. And, um, yeah, I think we got like five or six quick ones. And it was really choppy and we just said, oh, let's just try it anyway. We're already out on the boat. And, yeah, what kind of happened?
0: Well, even on the way round to the spot, we're like, oh, should we or shouldn't we? And we're like, oh, we're already halfway there. We'll just carry on and see what happens. We um We got to our spot. We set up anchor and just at the perfect time around sunset, the wind dropped out a little bit. And we caught this one... We caught quite a big, like quite a nice snapper, which is unusual for that spot. And then about half an hour later, Adrian gets a couple of nods on one of the rods and it doesn't scream off like a normal, like you'd expect. It actually comes at the boat. Adrian winds tight on it and strikes and then all hell breaks loose, well, as we're about I'll to
1: see. Yeah, I found the footage of Dave's Mulloway, the uh, 10 uh, kilo one. Do just stand up.
0: I reckon that was actually the seven or eight kilo one.
1: Oh, with Joe, wasn't it? We got the week after.
0: That Joe caught. That Joe caught. <laughs> that I wound in, but we just said it was Joe's. Yeah. And then That's I think cool. Joe convinced himself of
1: that. Yeah, so this, yeah.
0: <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah. Megajew.
1: Well, wow. I want to actually find where there's big head shapes. Is it here?
0: Look, the whole fight's pretty short, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It, um, basically what happened, um, we peaked really early. We caught, like, the world's biggest mulloway. And like, now we've retired. Instantly. Like, it, it's basically like going to Macca's and peeling an instant win on Monopoly, like a, I don't know, <laughs> a small prize and winning the major <laughs> prize. Most <laughs> things we catch, we have to work at for years and
0: yeah, years before big head shakes here. we finally reach our goal. But here's one where we kind of got a bit lucky.
1: Took a, sh- took a shortcut. Oh, it's
0: a a real shortcut. I didn't see, oh. see how dirty the water is there. You don't actually see things till they break the surface. Aim him away from the front.
1: All right, I think I think we see it here. It's funny that
0: we just stayed on anchor like arrogant pigs as well, All right. and just here, didn't let it go, go in here. front of the boat.
1: Oh, that is a big fish. Huge fish. Dave, this is huge.
2: Oh, my goodness. I need the gas. This is a mega
0: thing.
2: This was a huge, huge fish. Um,
1: we knew it as soon as we saw it as well. I don't know. Well, to be honest, I didn't think it was that big. I thought it was about 30. Well, I claimed bigger than 30 when I saw it. but I do. Most fishermen do oh, that. When um, they see a fish, <laughs> they call it bigger than what they... I can't believe what we're witnessing here. Get ready, yeah. coming up! Oh, oh my look God, that swell! The thing's like thirty kilo.
0: Look, given my time again, I, I, I knew it was no, right. so ridiculously big. I think I'd probably release it, but at the same time, it was really actually good eating, and we donated it. Parts of it, the odorless to science
1: for aging, which I think it was 22 years old, wasn't it, Adrian? Yeah, no, nah, 22 years old, um, 1.7 kilo, had lots of rows, so it was the female.
0: 1.7 metres,
1: not yeah. kilo. Yeah, sorry, 1.7 <laughs> metres. Um, it was just shy of 46 kilo, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: So we did make really good use of it, and it's probably like the only Mulloway we've kept for about five years. Yeah. We haven't caught
1: one, si- <laughs> sorry, we haven't kept one since. So, oh, you there know, oh,
0: right. there's worse things in the world than keeping Yeah,
1: Yeah, um, if you don't like killing or blood, yeah, I wouldn't watch this bit.
0: It genuinely wasn't going to fit in the net.
1: No. So, yeah, as you heard before, Dave was like, yeah, I'm getting a gap." I'll get him, I'll get him. It's
0: just, it didn't even
1: go that hard either. No. Nah. <sighs> I just got to walk back. Not yet, not yet. But yeah, this is seriously the greatest fish, probably, I don't know, we've ever caught. Yes! Oh my god, maybe this is bigger than 30. Get Get another gaff. Hang on. I don't want this gaff to break off. Here it comes. Just have a look at the sheer size of it.
0: Ah! Ah! (laughs) Some real wailing going
1: on there. Oh, yeah. Primal (laughs) (laughs) wailing. (laughs) Yeah.
2: This <laughs> thing's as wide as my boat.
1: Yeah, so that's um basically our, I guess our loco for um wind against tide. Yes, yeah, so that's so what we've used. Triumph. triumph. Yeah, it was very triumph. Um, the greatest, I don't know, greatest fish ever caught in Westernport, I think.
0: But I think the wind against tide thing sort of covers the triumph and the tribulation, because we do suck a lot of the time.
1: Oh yeah, we've gr- we've ground out a lot, you uh, know, was important and we were due for such a yeah, epic capture, I guess. Like yeah.
0: So like, it's not always smooth sailing.
1: No. No, not at all. Like like Dave was trying to I guess he was trying to tell you before he was trying to catch a bearded god. at the end <laughs> of the day and we couldn't <laughs> even catch one of them. <laughs>
0: so demoralizing.
1: Yeah. And then we capture some something great like this Um, yeah
0: but that is actually what we love about fishing is we're not in it to be put straight on the fish we want to work it out we want to do the hard yards we want to learn stuff as we go along and we're not actually big fans of taking shortcuts and constantly being on the phone getting reports we like to do our own thing as much as we can
1: we we actually don't get a lot of reports from anyone, like especially the uh tuna fishery. we actually grind so hard out there, like Yeah. Like you can ask anyone who sees us fishing out there, they go, Oh geez, you were out there for like ten hours today. Did you catch anything? Nope. Didn't even put a line out. Just kept on the plane the whole day. Yep. And they they basically just look at you like, What what do you mean you didn't put a line out? Well, yeah, didn't didn't do it. <laughs> yep.
0: It's just absolutely nothing to go out there and burn around wasting 150-odd litres of fuel for uh, absolutely zero gain and doing that multiple, multiple times. So speaking about that tuna fishery, especially the big the big tuna that we've um, started to get filtered through at the front of Western Port and Port Phillip. So we're up to um, roughly counting about 60 trips, legit 60 trips, and two big tuna hooked. Um, caught heaps of small school tuna over summer. We're pretty good on them. We get them most trips, but um, in terms of purely hunting the big fish, we're we're about two from sixty, and we go out there knowing that we're probably not going to hook one, but
1: that one day when we do, it all pays off, and that's what we love. Yeah, well, two two from sixty trips. I think it's more than that, and yeah, we uh lost a really big fish out there. Yeah, um, landed
0: one, Drop one.
1: Yeah, no, we don't really talk about that one. Oh,
0: I do have that footage somewhere.
1: No, I don't <laughs> want to talk about that at all. Um,
0: <laughs> one where we were just going squidding at Flinders and then we thought we'd be able to do a couple of hot laps on Flinders Bank and then, what do you
1: know, Rod takes off. Yeah, well, we're out on that, mate. Um, what was that? a Caribbean. Yeah, what size? 20, 20 27? I think it's like a 29, actually. 29 Caribbean. A bit of um, an odd size. Yeah. Um, and he really wanted to catch arrowhead squid. That's what he called it. Um. <laughs> we wanted we
0: were actually going out to go squid fishing and I thought I'd better chuck the rods and the game rods and reels in while we're down that way. We'll go for a little look. And we legit were gonna go back in to go squidding and I'm, and there wasn't even that much life out there. And I'm like, Oh, I'll just run over these three or four seals working in bait ball one more time and that then the reel just cracked off. Let's amazing. never discuss that again because it ended with line breaking and nightmares. Yep.
1: <laughs> we m- will just mention that Adrian was the angler, and then move on. Yeah. No, I was the angler and uh, um, <coughs> kind of clamped the reel. <laughs> got um, I got I got fatigue and it's all the fish we fight been fight for now. I'm like, oh, I'll get him in quicker and yeah, I put too much pressure on the line and it snapped and yeah. That's it, we'll never talk about it again. That was a legit big
0: one too. I remember looking at that, it was probably 120, 130.
1: I thought you said 150. I probably did at the time.
0: They're all 150 when you lose them. <laughs> yeah. But like looking at that one, because we've caught quite a lot over 100 kilos, and looking at that one, it was definitely one of those real, real fat bigger ones. But, you know, you can't count them if you don't catch them. And we were, we were close, but no cigar. What are you looking for
1: here, Adrian? I don't know. Just looking at um, some stuff to watch and discuss, I guess. Um, so we've got massively sidetracked. Yeah. We, we, were we going to
0: discuss some snapper tips or do people not care about that?
1: Oh, so yes, that's right. We're talking about Western Port early season snapper and winter snapper and, and all that. Um, and then we got distracted about the tuna fishery because it's really developed out there and that's yeah. what people seem to fish for these days.
0: Well, that's what we do.
1: Yeah, so... We basically
0: don't bother with anything else, even when we know we're not going to catch one we go out there on that slight chance. Oh, yeah. But we're getting distracted again.
1: Oh, well, we're going to give some snapper tips, so... So... What's your number one tip, Dave?
0: Well, while this water's cooler, we tend to find that the fish, they floods into Westernport and and the first catch it captures are quite often high up in the system so the very top of the north arm and around north of coronella in the dirty water there and that's where we probably have most interactions and then they as the water heats up they start filtering through to the south having said that they can turn up anywhere at any time there's been some really nice fish caught lately there's actually been a couple of 20 pounders already really? which is the benchmark fish
1: 20 pound fish already caught that you know of
0: yeah well i think around um, sort of real area, there's been some nice fish already. So okay,
1: so the normal kind of early season areas. Well, I wouldn't
0: normally say that's a super early season area, but we've had a lot of hot northerly, northerlies and some warm weather early. So Really? Wouldn't surprise me if it's heated up a little bit earlier there. And,
1: uh, <laughs> what? I don't know, I made a pun. I said really, but anyway. Really? Yeah. Really? But... um. Yeah, so there's been a couple of 20... I've heard some good fish off Lysarts too, which is quite early, I reckon. Yeah. Lysarts. But rule of thumb, we usually go sit up um,
0: some of the top, the fingers yep. of Western Port mm-hmm. where the um the flats drain off into the channels.
1: Old, the old jail, um, blue gum.
0: Vouchers, Boltons. Yep. Um, ten, Yeah, around Temby Point, et cetera. Find that warmer water. Find some more active fish. And that's probably what it basically is. The water's a little bit warmer there, therefore the fish are active for a little
1: bit well, longer. Yeah, well, you can get lucky sitting in the channels too with fish coming through as well, so, yeah.
0: So there's not really that much to it other than persistence. We use 90% fresh squid for bait, calamari, which we catch in Western Port. And then we pick... We do a little bit of sounding to establish fisher in an, fisher in an area, but most of the time we're just picking interception points, the bottom of a channel or an edge where the fish are sort of going to push up along. And we sit there for a whole tide and we wait it out and we, we wait till the fish comes past our baits and we intercept them.
1: Well, yeah, we actually don't try sand for fish too much. It's more structure over the channels, I guess, into yep. the shallower water, um, which is what we prefer because we know Stafford will be hiding around those corners and stuff but and just feeding off um, crustaceans and, yeah. Basically, just shoveling their mouths in the mud there. <laughs> well, well,
0: it's going to concentrate the fish more than if you're up on a on a mudflat, isn't it? Oh yeah. If you're up on a mudflat, sure they're up there feeding and grazing, but they're not being concentrated into that area where you can target them. So you're going to pick off maybe a few, a, one or two fish. Whereas if you, you find an area where they're really traversing and and, and grazing along in numbers. You're gonna have a really good session,
1: so that's the way we tend to approach it. There um, is one thing I wanna talk about as well, um which I'll bring up in a sec on the screen. It's about sounding in uh Port Phillip Bay in, a dark time in in the dark There's a bit of a anomaly here
0: my God, you found them. you well, found the reds the red sea
1: well, a lot of people would think. What what is the go with that, Dave? When you're sounding at night. Wow.
0: All the little organisms are out, aren't
1: they? So that's basically what your bottom looks like everywhere. Yeah. Um The Yeah, it, it is def it's
0: definitely a bit of an anomaly with Port Phillip because there's no current. At at night time you get all the little organisms buzzing around in the dark and it really makes your um sounder have a bit of a freak out and and that's probably that's probably a lot of stuff like um sea lice and just hordes of sea lice and stuff like that buzzing yeah. about, and they're that thick that it's pinging a return onto your sounder.
1: And then, as opposed
0: to this, which is quite clearly some structure, bait hanging off it, and then fish hanging off the bait.
1: Yeah, so it's amazing you can go there at night and it looks you can actually sound actual fish there, and then. In the in the middle of the dark, I guess um, in the night, or you know, still dark, you just absolutely sound absolute shit.
0: <laughs> you can see Adrian's dump he made here. Yeah, is that yeah That's your old washing machine, is it?
1: Um, no, the old oven, I think. Not my old oven. <laughs> yes, your old oven.
0: My oven that that master um, oven repairer Adrian came out to repair, and we gave up on, and I was about to throw it out and buy a new one, and then we realised that it probably wasn't the oven.
1: No, well, I believe you got it something wrong with your wires in your house after you renovated the front room.
0: Yeah, DIY renos. Safe to say, we put a nail through a wire somewhere.
1: I believe that's actually what happened. Tripping <laughs> his RCD, So any sparkies want to give Dave a hand to fix his um, electrical wires running through his house?
0: Oh, we've got one coming out today, I believe. After one no-show, hopefully number two, a no-show actually rocks up because I keep... St- Keep starting to prepare dinner, and then get to the point where I need to put in the oven, and then remember I've got no oven, so I've had to find some really ingenious way to cook stuff in the barbecue and, and the Weber, and lucky we've got a pizza oven too. So we're getting by. Yes. But yeah, Renault's. that's another thing about lockdown. You just you've got a bit of spare time, and you and you want to like have a crack at being a man and doing some DIY, and it's just gonna it's gonna end up costing me now, isn't it? What have you actually done to your house, mate? Oh, well, we got a little bub on the way. So we're getting the baby's room ready. So I'm, I've been doing some um some plastering, a bit of uh, structural work. <laughs> structural work.
1: Structural work, you reckon? I saw that you had a smashing hole Smashing
0: out some of load-bearing you. walls.
1: <laughs> I saw you had a hole in the side of your house at one stage.
0: Yeah, we filled in. A, we filled in at all. A doorway, but and we've constructed some stuff. But yeah, plastering—it's not as easy as it looks. You think you've got it really nice, and then you go to paint it, and it shows up all the imperfections, and you just get furiously mad. So, never doing that again. No, no. certainly an enjoyable experience, though.
1: Yep, for sure. I bet it is, especially no. with your uh, bub coming um, early next year, I believe. Um, should we'll be should be done by then. You <laughs> hope so. <laughs> Yep, there's one little
0: wardrobe I've been building for months. Yeah. We'll have the best room in the house, though, because I'll give up on DIYing after this and nothing else will get done.
1: Is that what what you reckon? You just do that and give up? Yep, yep. Best to
0: go earn some money and get someone else to do it that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Like Adrian. He's going to pop over and finish it off for
1: me. Yeah, sure I am. Mm. No, well, I'll probably be out fishing, let's be honest. Um, Another snapper thing that me and Dave like to do is um, we like to fish. It's not really a scientific thing for snapper fishing, but it's what we do. We like to fish the equinox, which is where the uh, sun, I guess, sets and rises from east to west in those exact positions. So it's just like, I guess, the middle of the year, basically, according to the sun.
0: By the way, my face has fully gone flushed from having one beer. So if you're wondering why my face is like red as and blotchy, it's like some weird reaction I get from drinking
1: sometimes. See that?
0: That's crazy. Looks like I've been in the sun.
1: Yeah. Why are you looking at yourself? Uh, <laughs> it's hard not to. <laughs>
0: yeah. So one time we caught Snapper on an equinox and we've decided that's a pattern on the equinox.
1: Yeah. So Actually, I
0: think we did it a few years in a row, didn't we?
1: Oh, we've done it like three or four years in a row now.
0: Uh, except the last two years we've been locked down.
1: No, but we're still fished at our, I think. Yeah. Because um, we're in our 5Ks from the ramp. Cause we don't give a... Boo- well, yeah, we actually... Yeah, when I lived down that way, we used to live about 500 metres from the boat ramp. So Yeah, no, we actually can do it
0: semi-legally.
1: Yeah, so...
0: Yeah, it makes no sense. But we follow the rules anyway.
1: Yeah, so... This is... Basically, I don't know. Are you wrapping our, up? I guess so. Well, this is just a, a first podcast. Um, I'm sure it will grow in many ways as we continue, I guess, our weekly podcast and we'll have an idea of which direction the show is going in. But I think we're on a good path.
0: I think we've discovered we have to actually pre-plan a little bit and have some people lined up and not just call them when they're in, in the middle <laughs> of work conferences. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can't believe Brendan didn't answer. I can't I can't believe no one's waiting around for us to call him. I know. So next
0: one, we will actually reorganize a little bit and not just try and call people and then when that fails, just panic and going off on weird tangents. <laughs> but anyway, we covered some good stuff today. Not a bad start, but we've used all our material for the year, so
1: that's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we've got plenty of material to go, but... That's it. We're done. Yeah, because um, I guess the snapper season's going to start heating up here in Port Phillip Bay and Western Port. I'm going to go out and show you a few tips and tricks, I guess, and how we go about things. And I'm sure Dave will as well film some little clips and we can show you what we do. Oh, no. No?
0: No, no. It's all secret. Oh,
1: ah, it's all secret, guys. He's got secret dumps and stuff and marks. And I really don't. I just basically go to the same spots over and over again. Hey, did you see um fishing charters? They can open back up like late October. That's good. That's a long time away. Like Normally they're out fully booked from now. I've got a charter boat. We um, do. We do have a charter boat. But we um,
0: keep going fishing socially instead.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm not sure that's gonna work out too well but anyway it actually, is there actually i'll run a competition one day and yeah we can do that yes we yes. can do that yes and a couple of winners can come out on my charter boat yep <laughs> nah,
0: <laughs> thank you for letting me
1: use it adrian Today's charter boat and um yeah we can um yeah we can catch some snapper and have a good laugh and talk about it on the podcast
0: that sounds like a plan. It does sound like a plan. I can't wait. I love those late November nights. We just go out there, slam that anchor down, chuck some music on,
1: wham some baits out, and they just start buckling. Oh, mate, November, December is amazing fishing for snapper in Port.
0: And that's why we're not going now, because we know that.
1: I'm actually just going out and collecting squid. Well, I think that's what I'm going to do now, because, yeah, kind of where I live, I know I can catch, like, my bag limit in 10 minutes. But they're quite small, so if you go every now and then, build up the freezer, and you're set for snapper season. Yeah. The yeah. only thing is you're not actually I don't think you're allowed to just fully fill your squid up like a commercial <laughs> quantity. <laughs> I think there's Well, I think it's a bag limit, not a daily limit. No, well, is your bag limit
0: your, like, limit that you can possess, your possession limit? Because I was looking this up the other day, and I couldn't
1: see anything about the possession limit. Your bag limit is your possession limit. It's not a daily limit. Otherwise, they'd call it a daily limit, I believe. Um, If you want to correct us... Really? That's that's my... Because I actually looked this up with
0: Fisheries Officer Jonah on the phone, and we couldn't find that stated anywhere. Ah. But it does make... I don't think you are allowed to just have like 100 dead bodies in your freezer.
1: No, no. But I wonder if it was branded as bait. Like, there was a sticker on it. Yes. said um, bait. shows Bait Supplies. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I wonder if that would actually pass as not your bag limit. Like it's a purchased bait. Some handwritten
0: dodgy receipts. <laughs> yes. But why can't you just buy it from somewhere and have that many in your possession but you can't catch them? That doesn't make sense. Well, I believe it's called
1: animal poaching. <laughs> They're not rhinos. No, <laughs> but they're still an animal, a living creature. No, they, they oh, are. Yeah.
0: And we are very mindful of that, but they, they do. They, they're short lived and they reproduce quite quickly. So they are a good, very sustainable. If you're going to go on creature. a mass killing spree and and, and and keep a lot of them. They're a good thing to. Other, oh, that sounds bad. That sounds bad. Don't keep too many, but yeah. they are they are good.
1: It's <laughs> 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 just basically saying, just incriminating no, well... Well, squid a very sustainable source of food slash bait, whatever you want to do. So, like. I think
0: the longest lived squid in they when they've been doing this research was what, southern twelve calamari months. Or? Yeah, southern calamari was about twelve months maximum. So they
1: live fast and die young. And I believe they uh, spawn up to eight times a year as well in their they life do. cycle.
0: They yeah, they have multiple spawning events, but. We're about to come into the main one in spring, which is when we have the mega sefs, the big breeders come in, and it hasn't quite happened yet because I've been out a couple of times, and the usual haunts haven't haven't loaded up yet. But I'd say it's not too far off.
1: Well, I have seen a couple of big sefs uh, come up on the uh, Instagram,
0: so I believe they're in the area. We should we should we should do some ink wars.
1: When we oh, the good old squid wall videos that we used to do. Oh yeah.
0: Actually, next pod we'll get one of them up. That one when uh that one last year when me and you absolutely dominated Brendan oh, and Finn.
1: Yeah. Yep. I think me and Dave guy got on the about other boat nine, got nine or ten each and then Brendan and Finn. Actually Brendan didn't catch anything and Finn caught one that was basically um a teabagger. Yeah. <laughs> Did he get one? Yeah, because we a watched a single one. No, we watched the footage back and Finn. Wound in one that was hooked itself in the back of the boat. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we'll we'll delve into that next time. That is some good footage. Yeah, squid
1: squid fishing is very competitive um, when you're with mates and you really want to show them up in fishing and lure fishing, I guess. You come up with all these techniques where you go, no, no, you've got to do this, do that, put this on, do that. But at the end of the day, sometimes they just go for whatever they want.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, technical advice out there for squid jigs, but I'll literally I have about three of the three colors that I just rotate through and we actually refuse pretty much to to change colors. If someone's beating us.
1: Well, it's funny cause I actually have never taken this one jig off my rod in about three <laughs> yeah. years. Um, it's yeah. this fluoro bright green thing. And one that the first day I ever put it on the rod, I absolutely dominated. Um, I wouldn't go that far. What do you mean? No, and me you, you were about even. No, but you weren't there the first day. It was me, Brendan and Finn on the boat. No, it was um, the
0: same day. Oh. I just jumped on after. Yeah, yeah, yep. You only got two and then I got on. And then once there was another skilled angler on the boat we saw, Yeah, the tr- the, the true
1: power well, of I the I actually gym. think I got one more um, squid than you.
0: No, I, I think you did, yeah, because you had a head start.
1: Yeah, but mm. I was the champion. Mm. But, yeah, this is what anyway, fishing does to people. It really makes them competitive. Mm. Um, and we
0: catch less squid
1: because we're too busy competing. Yeah, we're arrogant. We won't change our <laughs> jigs. Um, we'll just refuse to put on whatever colour the other guy's got on that's catching squid um, because we know that we're better than them. <laughs> I know
0: that. You, you don't. Yeah.
1: You hope you're better than me, but you're not. Anyway... We should probably wrap this up. Yeah. Not a bad start.
0: No. I mean, I did see the panic in your eyes when you ran out of things to
1: say a few times. We we recovered. Well, sheer terror. The purpose of our podcast is that we don't really want a set list. We just want to go on with the flow, I guess, make some phone calls. But we should probably line some people up before we just randomly call them when they're in um, meetings and. I guess conferences like Jonah was
0: but that was nice we had like a virtual fisheries conference yeah and we even got to see Leo Miller yeah that was an added bonus yeah so everything all's well it ends well yeah for sure righty
1: all right well thanks for watching this guys we'll see you next we'll see you next week this is weekly it is a weekly podcast.